Hello and welcome to Spherial, a Bit Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Clone334, but you probably know me as Star Rambler on Twitch. I'm joined today by Gifted Gamer. Hello. And Footsie Sooty. Howdy. Guys, lots of news to talk about. I think we will just dive right into it. Let me uh, pull up the news. Okay, so update 9-20-2019. Brand new Battle Bards Expedition is starting today. New PvP and trial events are starting. We have added a whole bunch of new guild perks to the game. A few new items have been added to the fishing shop. Player console voting starts in one week. Congiversary starts in one week. We have rebalanced the Maul and Bonic runes so they are closer together in strength. All right, guys, first thing, Battle Bards Expedition. What do you say? Broke. <laughs> Very broke. So I have been playing Magic for the past four hours, and then we started this podcast, so I'm totally out of the loop. Can you can you fill me in on what's happening? Certainly. So when it first launched, for a lot of people, like when you click on it, like the portals were like not displaying at all, so you couldn't actually get into any of the levels. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's really broken. Do you know how long it was, Footy, that it was before they did a server reset? Was like maybe 20 or 30 minutes after the refresh? I think it was 30 minutes after is when they refreshed that. If I emphasize that, because for the past two hours since they reset it, it's been two hours after they reset and the portals portals appeared. Um, It's not dropping any loot currently, which is the other issue that we're currently running into. That's crazy because my guild has cleared like the first because don't they un- don't the portals unlock one at a time? Uh, for this one, they had the three other ones all open at the same time. Oh, okay, so that explains why all three of them are open. But I, I want to know who in my guild has cleared the entire first portal and half of the other two. <laughs> if there's no loot <laughs> dropping, I feel bad for somebody. Yeah, I think the only thing you can get is like schematics and like maybe the materials for the schematics. That's the only thing dropping as far as I know. Yeah, that's all I'm aware of. Oh man, you know there's some people out there that aren't like keeping up on the Discord and they're just like grinding and wondering why they're not getting anything. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Now, <laughs> yeah, no, going through the general chats and the different Discords, I've I've noticed a lot of people having their they're mixed and shocked reactions when they haven't checked the announcements. Yeah, because <laughs> honestly, I like if I wasn't doing this podcast and I decided I wanted to grind something, like I would probably just be in there going and wouldn't really think to go look at the Discord. Yeah, you probably would after a few runs start to wonder, like, hey, where's the loot? Well, I wonder that all the time, so. <laughs> <laughs> And they should consider some kind of like in-game like uh, notification to tell people that it's broken, like in the actual game, without having to go somewhere else to find out. They did have like a message that they had to restart the servers to try to fix something, but I don't think I've seen any other in-game messages after that reset happened. Right. Yeah, I think they need. I mean, obviously, it's still a work in progress, but. I think if they did develop better announcement systems, it would be uh, much better. Yeah, I saw something a while ago where they were talking about um, they have these these uh, 
updates on Fridays, and then everybody's off for the weekend. I don't know if that's true or not, but they were talking about moving the update to like a different day so that people would actually be in the office to fix things when they go wrong. I did read that too. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense because I've heard the comment like when the shop is bugged out, you know, like the yesterday's items like didn't go away that they didn't want to call an engineer in to fix it. They just let it be. Which I think if that's the case, yeah, they definitely need to work on that. Like, I don't want anybody to have to work on the weekend either, but like I'm on call weekends for my shitty job. So like, <laughs> like if your updates go out and then everyone leaves that that seems like a, I don't know, a failure in the system. Or maybe like on Friday, they didn't move it like up earlier or something instead of so late. Right. Yeah. Or like just do it on Monday or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that would be a good. I mean, especially if they're if it's them getting income from it, I think it would be a smart logistical decision for them as well. When getting more or less income based off of the product working properly or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how if I don't know if that even actually is true that no one's in there like yeah. working at the office. But if that is true, like I would consider just giving somebody like Sunday and Monday off and having them work, you know, Friday night, Friday and Saturday or something. That just seems crazy that they can't fix stuff. I don't want to beat them up too bad. <laughs> uh let's move on to the next thing. Um the next thing on the news is PvP and trial events. Is there anything notable in, in PvP and trials? Uh, they brought back the, the Nemo fish for PvP. I don't think there's too much exciting in the trial side of things. Yeah, trials is just one of the old or one of the, the newer meta runes they added, but when I say newer, it was the last batch which was added I think three months ago or so. Right. So if you want to rush and pick that up, especially since they're adding more and more meta runes, if that's one you're looking for, then this event could be nice. But I'd say it's not a top priority this week. Nemrod. Is Nemrod good? The the uh, fish in PvP? 20% chance to heal weakest teammate and attack weakest enemy per turn um, when you get hit and when you hit an enemy. I think Is, he's going to be pretty good. Heal weakest and attack weakest. That does seem pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think with this raid, it could be very useful since it's more health-based now and people might find more use in it. Does he upgrade to, like, the different paths where you can just pick, like, when you hit an enemy? Or, like, when not. you get hit? Okay, so it's always going to be all three. Yes. Yeah, he, he's basically better for, like, a, a DPS style when you got the speed and the something like a pew where you can get multi-hits as well. Right. Which some could argue at that point that they could just use the epic over it since the epic is 30% on hit. I mean, the per turn is definitely nice. And obviously, in case you do get hit at Prox, that's also good. But you could make an argument for the epic being enough. And if you already had the epic from the last one, then if you don't want to spend the resources to try rush one, one and two, you could be good. But that's only if you're a DPS player. I am a DPS player. I have to take these into consideration. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think even the Epic version would be a good pet for, like, Guild versus Guild or something like that. If you don't have, like, a good offensive pet. Yeah, I don't have any. I have zero offensive pets, so I might push this week. Okay, the next thing in the news is um, we have added a whole bunch of new Guild perks to the game. I haven't actually looked at these yet. Let's go see what uh, Guild perks there are. I think you're going to like them when you read them. I think you will, too. 
So the first one, plus 10 to max energy, um, plus 4 to energy regen, plus 4 to ticket regen, token regen, badge regen, and shard regen. That seems pretty good. Basically just more stuff to grind. <laughs> so I'm curious how that's going to scale up because I think the when you said plus 4, it's like a percent or something like that. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's plus four percent shard regen, for example. So I assume I assume it's plus four each time. Is that how it worked previously? Or yes. no? Yeah. It should be I think I think it should be plus twenty percent at rank five. Barring that rank five is the max of these, they could have changed it, but we don't know. Right. right now, unless somebody's maxed it. Example on like item find, it was like two percent each time and then the max is ten. Yes. Okay, so and then the max new energy should be plus fifty percent or plus fifty energy. Sorry, which seems a little lackluster to invest in that one. That probably like one of your last ones to finish off, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I'd go for the shards first. That's what I would do, and the reason is just because already like even if you have the amount of tokens and badges maxed, or and even uh, tickets, even having fifteen, it's still hard to. Getting like a nice like sleeping schedule if you are on like a nice eight hour sleeping schedule and then still have region to burn and not overcap overnight. So having that extra like twenty percent region could cause you more difficulties there. So yeah. I feel like they might get some mixed feedback about that when people get those maxed out and realize it maxes out in like nine hours instead of like the thirteen it is now or something. Mm-hmm. But I am glad to see that they're adding more perks finally. I think it was because more and more guilds are finally starting to get maxed on their perks, and they're starting to stockpile a little bit, so this will hopefully last well. Because all these upgrades are 400 tickets, which usually you can maybe upgrade one or two in one event. And depending on how often they bring events, this should last for a while. Yeah, that's really good. I'd like to see more things added to like guild functionality. Just more things to benefit, like being in an actual guild that that is active. I think another fun one, like down the road, like as they need to introduce more perks, would be like damage resist or like extra damage kind of thing. So you kind of buff your your whole guild. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'd have to think about how that would work. I would say like a low percentage, like nothing too crazy, but maybe you get like an extra couple percent like damage resist or damage itself yeah. or something like that you know it was like one percent for one level and it maxes out five percent i think that could even be game changing a little bit to at least enough to invest in it mm-hmm. yeah just things to keep you keep using your guild bucks for yeah. for those guilds that are have it maxed because my guild was almost maxed on shards like that was our last thing is is our shard one um, let's see, moving on, let's see what else they have. Uh, a few new items have been added to the fishing shop. I haven't actually looked at that yet, either. You're gonna be sad when you see it. Yes, oh, you no. are. <laughs> You're gonna be very, very sad. Oh my god. Eleven Oceans Rod and Deep Sea Challenger. So now... Oh, I'm gonna have to fish so much to get this. 50% fishing distance and 25% catch meter catch meter size. That's only it's like I barely better. <laughs> it's barely better, yeah. I think if I have 100,000 
um, shells that it would be better to just spend it on stat points or something. But deep down, you know, you want that cosmetic rod. <laughs> yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. I've actually never known which one's better to get first if you're investing in it. Is it better to get the bobber or the rod first? I think it depends if you're good at clicking or not. If you're good at clicking um, in the green, then go for the rod first. But if you need all the help you can get to get into the green, then then go for the bobber. That's what I would think. I think it's nice. Yeah, I think it's nice clarifying that for some people as well because I'm sure I'm not the only person who's who wonders that. Just looking at the like added distance and the added size and wondering what it does. Right. I'm not a hundred percent sure what distance does. I think distance just gets you chances at better fish more often, but casting further isn't going to help you any if you can't hit the catch meter. Yeah. I feel like the bobber is probably the way to go in all honesty, just so you get hopefully more successful catches. Yeah, because whenever you see that mythic one, like the mythic catch bars, it's like so small. And even if you hit the seventy five percent, it never really feels like seventy five percent in fishing. <laughs> other than that, there are a few more items than the other. I don't think they added anything to consumables. They have like a mythic bait now. Yes. They had a mythic bait and I think they also added the ancient fragments there as the other item. Krubby crast. It's <laughs> like a shrimp. <laughs> fish find. Yeah, I'm not sure if we can get those from our daily region in fishing. I'm back to the fishing island. I just moved back from the fish island to the guild hall for the first time in like four or five months. Just to experience like what the guild hall looked like finally. And then they they add these so now I want to see if on your natural daily region you can get the mythic bait. Yeah, I hope so because... I'm not paying 5,000 shells for one bait. Yeah, I don't think anybody is. I don't think I'm paying 1,500 shells for one. Oh, wait, do you get five um, ancient fragments? Is that what it says? Yes. But even that is still... Hmm. So how many would you need to get, like, 100? Um, It would be 30,000. Yeah, that's mm, that's not awful. It's not great, but it's not impossible. I still think we'd fall back to the argument of getting stat points would be a better investment because that would be two stat points, which eventually will add up over time. And at yeah. some point, you're going to max out on the ancient fragments. You won't have any use for them once you get two legendary ones. The stat points you will always have a use for. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the stat point's still the best thing in the shop. Um, Next to one of the most questionable fishing, ones. While we're yes. on fishing, I don't understand why you can't get your bait if you're not in the fishing area. I think you should just be given your bait on login, whether you're in the fishing area or not. I definitely agree with that. I hate sitting on this island constantly and feeling like I, like I have to be here because... More often than not, it's not even just me like not wanting to click the fishing sign. It's just me forgetting to get my bait every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's why I'm always on the fishing island. <laughs> like it's just I want to see other parts of the game, but like it's just not practical. Let's see what else is in the news. The player console voting starts in one week, and so does Kongiversary. I'll be curious to see who uh, gets elected. Yeah, I'm. 
pretty excited. I have I'm pretty confident that that I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I I think that I can't wait to see what the console does if it actually improves the game or 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 if that's our downward spiral into oblivion. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to announce the results. I would think that whatever whatever um amount of time they give us to vote, I would assume like at the end of it it would be almost immediate, right? Like it's it's like digital, so there's no reason. That's what I'm thinking too. The only reason I asked that though is because I wonder if they'll withhold those results for a period of time. Yeah, maybe they'll like they'll probably wait like screen. another week or something. Like the next That's what week. I was thinking. Would it make sense to like screen the people that actually got elected for anything, like to talk to them for any reason before? I, I don't think, know. I think they'd inform guess, them first and just tell them not to say anything for the week, and probably yeah. they said screen them and make sure they're still on board for this. Make sure they know exactly what their role is, that kind of thing, and then if they have to move down the list, they can for the next couple of days until they get to the right person, and then right. I think they'll announce it that next week. They'll probably have to sign the non-disclosure agreements for like the beta testers and stuff. Yes. What are you guys expecting for Kongiversary? Insanely expensive uh, stuff in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> very high-valued. Like The deals are going to be off the charts, but I agree, very, very expensive stuff. I'm hoping they'll do double drops for a week, because last, last year we had the double drops for the entire month. Which somebody I believe was recapping on that today, and it was that's kind of interesting looking back at that. That the whole month of September last year had double had double uh, um, daily boosts. Right. Well, this month they have they obviously haven't, and we're three weeks in, so they might do something like that. But they also just came off of giving us lots of double boosts and everything like that for the first three or four weeks of the tier. So I would love to see another hundred percent item find like a hundred percent experience for like the whole duration that'd be just amazing i agree those are my expectations they also might have very good value gem bundles that they might try out or just really good discounts or everything the entire week or like a combination of all of those selling techniques and see what happens the extra diamonds too for purchase like you get that bonus if you buy diamonds oh yeah yeah they'll probably push that out too right on speaking of expensive stuff in the shop what do you guys think of uh our new pals cap gore and x gore so the only complaint I have is the price difference of them because I think the values of these should be switched personally. In terms that they both give 500% movement speed boost, but the cap gore, which is $20 or 20 US dollars is 900% experience boost for the, t- for the duration. While the X gore, which is 50 or 50 US dollars is 900% movement speed. And those both last for eight hours. I also think they have like the names backwards because like Capcore, you would think would give you the capture rate, but it doesn't. It gives you experience. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a common theme we're running into with them is that they're either purposely switching the names or they're accidentally switching them. Because I mean, I get that like like X score does look like an X, but X is also experience. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if they're pl- just playing mind games with us just for fun or who knows. Uh, I'm. I'm like struggling with it because, like, why? Why would Capgore give experience and Xgore give capture? Like, I, th- 
it's either a really good troll or somebody like really messed up. I feel like some of this had to originate in a mistake somewhere. Kind of like we were talking about the the camo and Venom sets. A mistake probably originated somewhere in there. And they're just going with it. <laughs> Do you think they like they uh they messed up Venom and camouflage and mixed them up? And then, like, whenever somebody said about it, they said, no, no, we meant to do that. And now they're doubling down. <laughs> see? See, swapping things is a theme. <laughs> they might have other stuff swapped, too, that we don't even realize until maybe months down the road. I don't know. I kind of like it, actually. The more I think about it. I do, too. It's kind of a fun concept for them to... <laughs> it's like a quirk. Kind of keeps with the theme of this game, I feel like. But I think the cap gore for the extra experience is pretty good yeah similar uh, to what we were talking about last time with like ultra experience grinding i feel like this is another great time you can do that because it's just 100 percent off of an ultra gore for four less hours so you can still get some really good value out of it and it's in the shop now which ultra gore hasn't been for a while and that's why i feel like it might it should probably be switched prices with the x gore just because the x gore i mean not saying the 90 percent capture rate isn't good but I don't know if you can get more long-term use out of it, per se. Especially Honestly, I don't think either one of them should be $50. I think $20 is enough. I don't even know if $20 for the capture rate wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... The percent boost is nice. Know. Obviously, I want everything as cheap as it can be, but I get that it has to have a balance somewhere. But like $50 bundles, I think are like crazy. Like the gem one is is fair. I think, yeah, I think Obsidian Orbs valued correctly. Yeah, but like this X-Gore bundle, like I can't even like think about buying that. I think the only one you could justify that for is maybe Ultra Gore, just because it's everything a thousand percent for twelve hours, which is pretty nuts. But yeah, and especially since I've used an Ultra Gore and like it gets results for items. Yeah, that is one bad thing about capture rate is that's still just a chance, kind of like item find, where experience is a certainty. Yeah, that's why I have experience runes on. Even with the capture, like it just it slows down too because you know it stops everything and you gotta decide if you want to capture whatever it is or not. I feel like you would need like a longer duration than eight hours if you're gonna be running capture. If this capture one was twenty dollars, I would probably buy it for my my crown D grind because I gotta go get like what twenty five crumbs. A lot, yeah. Yeah. So like, but there's just no way. Like at fifty dollars, I can't. I can't swing it. Yeah, and I can't justify it either because all of all the uh, legendary familiars I want to go for now are world boss ones, which obviously capture rate doesn't affect those at all. Right. Since I'm wanting to go for Melborgs for DPS and Glars Dose for bait, which both of those belong to world bosses, so I guess one that could be nice about it is Glars Dose trying to get the Tilks for those. But even that is that's not that hard of a grind in my opinion. Not not worth right. spending fifty dollars just to get more teals. If they wanted to make a sweet gore, they should make one that affects the drop rate of of uh, the epic materials like the Melvin bodies and hobbits' feet and stuff. I think people would definitely buy that. Yeah, I would. 
I wonder why those are still independent, though. I don't know if we've had that discussion or not, but why are the epic material for like for familiars a separate drop table compared to the regular stuff? I wonder if that was a mistake somewhere that they're also rolling with that's been for a while now back with Jupio. That's like the one exception in this game, so that's why I'm curious to see the backstory of that one. Yeah, it definitely would be nice to know that because it seems like it's some days it's just so low and some days like you're happy to get two or three. Well, I was recently grinding for um, the croutons and it seems pretty consistent at like, I can't remember what the rate was that I figured out for it, but it was like pretty consistent. Like for each badge plaque, it averaged out to being like, I can't remember the numbers, but I don't know. It, it felt like, I could just decide how many I needed and then decide how many badge plaques I needed to spend to get that many. And I wonder if that's different because it's like a rare versus an epic. Maybe. Maybe they're just more common. So the numbers like work out a little quicker. Mm -hmm. So what else did we have in the news? Was there anything else? I think that that was it. Um, The only other thing in the news, which isn't in the news in the game is that they're having a... Uh, there is the Molibonic Rune rebalance. I don't know if you oh, talk whoops. about that. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Yeah, I... <laughs> you should be doing my job. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is one last one after the Kongiversary. It says that they've rebalanced the Molibonic Runes so they are closer together in strength. Do we know exactly what they changed? Because I only have a Mall Rune, and I can't tell if it's different or not. <laughs> So I think they did increase the rate of those. I'm trying to look at the past uh, PvP and trials events to look at when they originally released. So I them. don't remember it. Uh, yeah. So I don't remember it being a decimal. So it's 3.75 percent chance when you hit an enemy to reduce their health by 10 percent. I feel like it was three percent before, like an like an e, like a straight number without a decimal. Yeah. For the so epic. I think I gained a 75 percent on this epic. I think yeah, also I think the re- team damage, they reduced the amount. Yeah, so I think the team health, the entire team health one was 5% originally, but they reduced it from, I think, 10% to 6%. And with the current health of one individual, they raised the legendary rate by 1% and kept the rate or the health percentage the same. That sounds pretty good. Like, that sounds like they evened it out. Do we think one's still better than the other? I still think probably the team damage one is better. I agree. Right, because you can... I feel like that one can be better because you can target their DPS and hit them and then take health off of like their tanks. Especially if you have like a multi-hit kind of weapon and skills. Yeah, and it just pings around, hits everybody. Yeah, you're going to be melting them. <laughs> On like a ricochet, yeah. I think the percent team health is the the number they have it at now is fine, but I think if they doubled the chance of the mole rune, which is the single individual, that would be probably balanced. Yeah, it does seem a little low still at like four percent or whatever, five percent. Every number is so low in this game. <laughs> I think seven point five would be probably pretty good for the single one. I feel like ten percent would probably proc too much. Yeah, that would be really good. So the last thing in the news is uh, get ready for a fan art contest. It will start next week and will be open submissions for a full two weeks. 
Details coming next week. So I'm curious what they're going to do with the fan art. Yeah, I saw a discussion on this a while back where somebody recommended to, I think, Ken that they should have an art contest that they could potentially implement people's designs into the game as either future content or like have maybe posters around the town with like artwork and whatever just to kind of highlight that side of the community. So I don't know if this is the answer to that per se, but this is what they at least said. So that's a correlation I'm making. I don't know if you guys have a different opinion though. It would be nice to see somehow the fan art included, like whether it's just like cosmetics or if they're going to make like mobs in the game, it'd be nice to see it. Not just like some little poster or something, but actually see it like in the game permanently. Yeah. Cause there's some crazy artistic people in the community even like scrolling through the the fan art channel, it's nuts what people can come up with. So to see them actually have like like eight, like eight bit game design, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what everybody comes up with. Um, something that I've been thinking about. I don't know how I actually feel about it. I kind of want your guys' opinion on this. But so so you have this fan art contest, and we have our player console and stuff coming. Do you think there's any risk? of the game actually getting worse because of like too many cooks in the kitchen, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, too many cooks spoil the soup, I think is the, is the saying, you know, would it be better Is a game better if it has like a director that's in charge of making like all the, the big decisions and kind of directing everybody, or is it better to have something driven by the community? Like we're kind of direct going towards, I'm honestly yeah, curious what their structure is now, like, you know, because Jupio was so small of a group, you know, now Kong being so much bigger. I'm curious what structure they currently have. Right. It seems like like Ken is in charge of most things. Does he seem like he answers the most or is that just yeah, I, me? I see he's definitely things. the face of the or face of the Kong, the Kong group that's working on it. But I feel like right. he might not be the top of it just because I know he has restrictions on what he's allowed to say, which, I mean, everyone does. But, like, if he was the top, top person, I think he'd be using his own discretion on himself. So, Right. I think their team now is around 20 individuals, I want to say, compared to the three with Juppio. So, right. I mean, much bigger team size. I see what you mean about the, the too many cooks in the kitchen comment. I think, I mean, I'm sure they're aware of that, especially with the player council being, I think it's what, 10 or 12 new individuals that are actual like players of the game in the community. So I'm sure they have some methods and I think, I think they have probably a nice system set in the background for how that's going to run. We just don't really know it yet. Yeah, I hope so. I guess I'm not really saying that it's bad either way. It's just something I was thinking about. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to be curious to see how everything shakes out and, if we get what we get from the player console and stuff and how they're going to interact with the community. Well, hopefully with uh, the beta testers, you won't have expeditions like this one when they launch and has a whole bunch of problems. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I think part of the issue is, is that they are also rushing out of new, a lot of new content, not saying like it's rushed, like, like rushed and sloppy delivery. It's just, they have so much that they're releasing at once. So they've just tossed around so much and they probably just left some stuff or maybe somebody forgot to flip one switch here or there and that's why it screwed up for 
so long. Well, it does seem like, too, like whenever you have a three-person team and you've been doing it from the get-go and it's your game, like you have that kind of stuff and you take the time to work on it. Whereas with when you have the larger the team gets, the less, you know, you get people in there that (laughs) may not be top-notch and stuff, you know, I don't know. I don't want to talk shit on anybody, but... I know how it is at where I work. You know, it's just so many people get their hands on shit and and you can't get anything done. Yeah, or if they're working like in silos and like not communicating well when you have more people, like it's a little bit harder. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's something that as time goes they'll they'll iron it out. You know, it's just a couple little bugs at the beginning of a expedition and stuff, and I think that they're like you said, with the beta testers and stuff, I think that's something that's going to get ironed out. So, cause I'm, I feel like they test it pretty intense now. I almost wonder if it's a different build, though, and it just doesn't transition properly. Because having a bigger team means they should have more testers and more solid tests. Which I'm sure is going to be some insight that the beta testers probably get. Is like If it's a completely different build or system that they use for the new content, then they transfer it. And then something just gets lost or left out and the transition. Yeah, it would be interesting to get like a, a programmer or something on the show and and question them about how that kind of stuff works. I don't know. I don't know. We'd like to, I'd like to start getting some guests on yeah. eventually. You know, maybe give us a few more episodes to to get the podcast and uh skills under our belt, but after that I'd like to have some other people on the show and <laughs> get some more insight and seeing who makes the council as well. Which in a couple of weeks more yeah, time, for which will sure. be nice. And I think it'll be some nice familiar faces that would love to kind of talk about their stuff. Well, I think we filled up the time. We were we were a little worried we wouldn't have uh, time to enough to talk about today, but um, oh, oh, hold on. T eleven drop issues fixed. They just announced something in game. I see that. Oh man. It says pre I think it said please relog to fix it, so Nice. So I guess we need to get going so we can relog and run expeditions. That's right. All right, guys. Um, I'll start off here for our sign outs. Guys, I'm Clone334, but you can find me on Twitch as Star Rambler. Uh, vote Clone334 for Community Advocate. I'm Gifted Gamer. You're not really going to find me anywhere, but uh, in game. And vote for you for Beta Tester, right? Yeah, if you want, you know, I don't have high hopes either. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Footsie Sodi. You can find me at twitch.tv slash FOTC underscore SOTY. And yeah. All right, guys. Um, we were supposed to work on a sign out. I didn't come up with anything, but I hope everybody gets a ton of loot in the new expedition. And we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>